And now, welcome to Chai with Manju, with your host, Dr. Manju Shad. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Chai with Manju. Our guest today is a superstar of Carnatic music. Padma Bhushan Sudha Raghunathan is a singer, composer, who has received numerous accolades for her work. We are so honored and excited that she will be performing at LearnQuest Academy of Music in our beautiful city of Boston soon. Let's meet her. So Sudhaji, um, welcome to Chai with Manju. It's such an honor to have you with us today. My pleasure, Manju, really. Thank you. So you are one of the most renowned musicians of our times. But I was very intrigued to read that uh, you actually wanted to be a gynecologist, which is very, um, you know, heartwarming for me as a physician. And then you also considered going in civil service, but um, destiny and your love of music had a different plan for you because uh, you got a scholarship to study with very renowned ML Vasunta Kumari or MLV as she called, and the rest is history. So tell me about some of the earlier challenges that you had um, when you kind of uh, picked what you wanted to do with the rest of your life? Well, I do have uh, pangs of disappointment that, you know, I was not able to meet up my own <laughs> dream of becoming a gynecologist <laughs> because I thought they were little gods, those doctors, you know, Thank somewhere you. because I think I saw them when my brother was born after me. Uh-huh. So, you know, they seemed like gods to me. And I said, I'm going to be another god. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, my professors at college said that, you know, if, uh, if you were to be a doctor, you would have to dedicate a lifetime to it because you wouldn't have time to sing and do other things. So uh, with a voice uh, that you are endowed with, uh, you would you should try your hand at uh, a different profession where you would have more time for music. So I said, okay, I'll do economics and uh, maybe work for the civil service or the foreign mm-hmm. IFS and uh, took up economics. And still, I think destiny played wrong. <laughs> it said, you know, no, no, I have different design for you. So the Central Government Scholarship took me to ML Yama, my guru. And uh, after I met her, I don't think there's any uh, looking back uh, because it was uh, a very straightforward journey for me forward. And she made it very interesting with her uh, presence and, uh, of course, with her flawless music and uh-huh. uh, her, her little, you know, uh, nuggets of uh, philosophical content that she would drop as we moved forward every day. Yes, you said uh, something very interesting. You said you not only learned music from her, but the life lessons were incredible. And you were like a little blotting paper absorbing it all. So what did you learn from her that has helped you in your journey, even after she's no longer there? Yeah, she was a very strong woman. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think I love and respect my guru more Mm -hmm. so for her uh, skills to... uh, handle you know life see when i say handle life life has so many challenges that uh, come by you know without mm-hmm. announcing i'm going to come by so she, she would bat it so beautifully you know she would mm-hmm. she would just forget about it get into the concert then when she got back after the concert she would have a solution for that challenge so what i learned from her there were a few things but uh, 
right now, what stands uh, foremost in my memory is the fact that she said challenges are always going to be there uh, on all sides, domestic side, professional side, uh, the public side, the media side, you know, so don't ever get chickened by it. Think that you're stronger than the challenge, that you're bigger than the challenge and uh, be sure that you will overcome it. That confidence and tenacity will take you forward. So, of course, I've had challenges and uh, quite a lot because of uh, media expressions and stuff. But I think my family stood by me and uh, my, the words of my guru were like a beautiful maxim that came for, forth in my mind's eye every time a challenge came up. That was one thing. The other was, she would always say, your focus in music should never be, you know, kind of, should never waver. Whatever you do, whatever else that you do, mm-hmm. come back to your core passion, that mm-hmm. dedication, that uh, passion, that commitment, the zeal to learn more and more, never be complacent with what you already know. All of that is um, still very kind of vibrant in my memory. You know, the world of classical music is actually very demanding because uh, you have to do so many hours of riyas, then you yes. travel a lot, you perform so much. Um, you have a family as well, you know, your two children, your husband, because your mother, you said, was also a big force in your life. How did you manage to juggle all of it and be so incredibly successful? You've said it all, Manju. I mean, I don't think I need to even answer that. I mean, being a woman, I think you've been very empathetic to my <laughs> journey. But uh, to put it in my own words, I think the support from the family uh, made such a vast difference. First of all, uh, we had two children. We have two children. One is Kaushik and one is Malvika. And the age difference between them is about six years. So you can imagine how much of challenge we faced when we had Malvika because, you know, Kaushik was all the while the apple of the eye and then he was, uh, he had to stand on the edge and watch over his sister. So we had to please both of them. Both of them wanted our attention and um, we had to give it to them somehow. Uh, But my career was at that point of time really taking off. You know, like there were concerts like... uh, if I might go back in my uh, journey, I think about 15 to 18 concerts a month, which was really, uh, yeah, really rough, really rough. And uh, half of that would be uh, outstation concerts. So when I came back, I would uh, check with how they are and what they're doing and how they're doing in school and then have to repack and leave. So that part was very Mm -hmm. difficult because, you know, my son would draw a long face, but would understand. But my daughter would never. She, you know, she'd say, if I was leaving today, uh, she'll ask me, will you come back tomorrow morning? So oh. how do you explain to a child of two or one that, you know, that you have the concert tomorrow evening and you have to travel the next day and come back? So I would say, yes, yes, I'm going to come back as soon as possible and I'm going to buy you a lot of gifts and all that stuff. I mean, that was one way that I could mm-hmm. tackle their expectations. Kaushik used to love books, used to love uh, science, you know, the equipment, the apparatus that you have as toys. And he would love his uh, He-Man and uh, Masters of the Universe and G.I. Joe. So he'd bring back his little toys. 
and Malvika mm-hmm. would love Barbie dolls and cooking utensils and uh, you know the mm-hmm. perfect girl thing. <laughs> so in a way, I think I sailed with all that, with all of that, mm-hmm. and of course, I must uh, definitely mention Raghu's contribution in this. He, Absolutely. I think, more than made up for my absence with his love Absolutely. and uh, attention. Absolutely. Now. Uh, you have um, had so many spectacular concerts um, across the world. You have also performed at the United Nations. Um, do you have any concerts that have been the most memorable or something special happened that you will never forget? Do you have anything you want to share with your uh, fans today? Um, yeah, but I've said it quite a few times in other interviews. <laughs> my you have new fans here. <laughs> Uh, one was, uh, besides the UN, of course, that was kind of uh-huh. uh, so awe-inspiring. But uh, I, I could mention Luxembourg here. But there was an international okay. festival of okay. Eshtanach, which mm-hmm. happened in Luxembourg. This was in a, a church. And okay. when we walked into the church that morning with uh, my accompanying artists, uh, I went on the stage and I said, the pl- a kind of a wooden platform. And I said, uh, where are the microphones? So the janitor or the audio engineer says, uh, uh, there are, you don't need microphones because this church is, the acoustics in the church is so good that you don't need it. Yeah. But then we insisted because we said the uh, percussion, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes strong, then the voice gets Thank drowned. You. So can you have just one microphone for the voice? Mm-hmm. So he did mm-hmm. provide that very kindly. Okay. And then in the evening, we had a very cozy audience of about uh, 300 or 350 uh, wow. Mostly uh, Europeans, a few uh-huh. Sri Lankan mm-hmm. Tamils and uh, Indians. And then I started the concert and it was very, very well received and all of that. And we have a portion in the concert which is called the RTP, which is a Ragam, Tanam and Pallavi. Like it's like very serious music and, and you know, a lot of, uh, you see a lot of colors, a change of ragas mm-hmm. in that. So mm-hmm. I was into it and at the zenith, you know, and Suddenly, I could hardly hear myself. When I opened my eyes, I realized that the electricity had failed uh, for some reason. And uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. So because I had to be uh, on the top of my uh, calculation, you know, there's a bit of mathematics that happens at that point, all of that. And so I said, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to close my eyes, just do my job. And I'm sure it will reach the audience. So I closed my eyes, finished all of those complicated patterns, and then when I heard the loud applause, I opened my eyes to see a beautiful sight, almost oh like heaven on earth. Every oh single God. audience had a candle in, their, uh, in the oh palm of their hand. I don't know how oh they passed the candles, how they lit the candles. Not, uh, I mean, not a little sound heard. Wow. Oh and it was such wow. a beautiful sight that uh, I had almost was in tears at that point of time. Oh my God. It's like almost like a divine experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like the way they also describe your music, some of the critics, as Suran Shakti, you know, that it ah. seems the power of your music is so good. So I'm going to ask you something which I love to ask all the musicians that I interview. Um, how do you prepare for a concert? And is there any rituals that you follow before you go on stage? Because I get very yes. interesting answers from that. <laughs> Definitely. I uh, talk very less on the day of the concert. I kind of preserve my energies, you know, both mm-hmm. the voice and the, 
the either. It's just, I have to admit here that it's just not the voice which uh, works when we sing. It's the entire body. You have to think for the brain. You have to sing, so it's the voice. You have to sit in a certain position, so it's the flexibility of the entire body. Uh, and then, of course, because this classical music, you use the breath so much. So, you you know, the, it's the breath coming from the abdomen, which passes through the, you know, the vocal yeah. cords and comes out as uh, nad. So um, I preserve my energies on the day of the concert. I eat less. I mm, eat very restricted. Like uh, the food that I eat doesn't have uh, any citric, uh, no... Not much chili in it, like okay. normally we would have. Yeah. Um, nothing cold. And uh, do a lot of more meditation than on a normal day. Okay. Okay. And any rituals before you just step on the stage? No. Uh, rituals is that <laughs> I, keep, uh, I keep telling myself, I'm just going to go for the best uh, that I know. Okay. It's interesting. I interviewed... A very famous uh, musician, and I'll tell you after the interview. And he said he would just uh, listen to Muhammad Rafi songs before he started ah. performing. He's a classical musician. I remember Ustad Zakir Bai said that he had his own ritual of ironing his kurta, how he focused, how he did the whole, you know, the entire ritual before he goes on stage. So I find it very interesting. Now, do you always know what you're going to play or? You go with the flow. Yes, I go with the flow. I okay. have a certain uh, outline, a sketch of what okay. I might be able to present. But then okay. once I go on stage, then I, I look at the audience. And after the first um, composition, I would know most, most likely that mm. I would know that what the audience would expect from me that day. Okay. I remember Pandit Jasraj says, audience ki nas pakarni patti hai. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> what they want to hear. Yeah. Now, uh, you have received such amazing accolades, you know, including Padma Bhushan. Is there any award that is um, very close to your heart? <laughs> All the awards, when we receive them at different stages in life, you know, it's it's right. on your musical journey. Each one seems like the best. Now, this is the best. This is the right. Kind of the jewel in the crown, the diamond in the crown. And we, that's how we think of each award okay. and uh, okay. bow our heads down to each award. Okay. But, the, but of course, I love the uh, title that I received from uh, an organization in Chennai, which is called uh, Krishna Gandhi Sabha. I okay. got the title Sangeeta Chudamani. And the reason okay. why I love it is because it has my mother's name in it. Ah, okay. Yeah, that, that's, I can imagine. That's, that's so sweet. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Let me ask you, I also read that you want to start one day our Academy of Music. So uh, tell us more about that. Of course, we would love for you to even have a branch in the United States. So, so many students can learn from you. <laughs> so I have started already. I think it was okay. about three, uh, maybe about five years ago. We started the Sudharnava Academy for Excellence in Music. Uh, it's, you can call it just Sudharnava. And if okay. you uh, check on, uh, you, uh, you know, online, you would get across to what it comprises of. So I do have about 30 students now who learn from me mm -hmm. online. 
And during the pandemic, I think uh, teaching was what um, took much of my time. And I loved sharing my knowledge and my experience with all the young kids because they wanted, they were an enthusiastic bunch, you know, and they would love to know what happened, how my teacher taught me and uh, how to proceed with the doubts that, uh, that I cleared for them in different ragas. Um, and I also, the pandemic helped me realize that, you know, it was important that I shared my, uh, what I knew with, with the next gen, because it was quite some time uh, since I had tried to evade that uh, with, you know, expressing that I was always traveling. But you have to, at some point of time in one's career, I think, start to give back to uh, the next gen. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And I think what the musicians did for the mind is what we doctors did for the body in COVID yes. times. Because, you you know, the, the music played such a big role in keeping everybody's sanity intact. So, you know, I, we really appreciate that. So, Thank you. Uh, what does Sudhaji do for fun? Just pure fun. <laughs> <laughs> I watch movies. I watch movies. Uh, I watch okay. web series, and then uh, <clears throat> I just sit and look at nature. Sometimes, uh, okay. sometimes I cook. You know, I try new dishes. Okay. okay. Then I and other times I go out to window shopping and land up okay. shopping. Finally. Okay. <laughs> Talking of shopping, I have to tell you. I have watched so many videos of you and the saris that you wear. My goodness, they are so spectacular. I never see you repeating any sari. And the jewelry is so good. And I've seen most of your interviews. Also, my first thing I check out is the sari that you're wearing. And uh, <laughs> so do you have a stylist or uh, do you pick your own clothes? Because I see in the classical music, you and Kaushiki, you are some of the two of the most best-dressed women. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, no, I, I choose my own salaries. I believe uh, that I, I, I cannot entrust that chore uh, into someone's hands. Okay. Uh, so I do, of, of course, I do make a fuss getting to the sari okay. that I need to uh, buy. But then uh-huh. it's worth it. You know, it's fun because it's like, uh, it's like a child with toys. Uh, which uh-huh. toy is the best? Uh-huh. <laughs> then I go, and also because you know I don't know what I have in my wardrobe already, and okay. uh, not repeat the same uh, design or the same. I saw that. Colors. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have such a spectacular collection. Now, Thank you of much. course, uh, we are waiting very eagerly in Boston for you to perform at Lundquest Academy. There is so much excitement in there. Um, is uh, do you have anything uh, in mind what you're going to perform that day? Or do you have any words uh, or message for your fans who are going to be watching this interview? Well, I've been to Boston several times on yes, uh, celebrations to perform. And yes. uh, it's, it's, I think, a very intense audience in Boston. Yes. Uh, yes. They know a lot about music and they know, uh, you know, where to applaud, how to uh, reciprocate. Right. At the right points, you know, which, which just mm-hmm. is a reflection of the fact that they know the music. Right. So uh, I'm not going to right now be able to tell you what I might perform okay. because I usually plan a sure. day or two before right. the concert. Yeah. You know, it, uh, the raga also depends on your state of mind and uh, absolutely 
the, the condition of the voice and you know everything right. the mood the mood i would say right. particularly Absolutely. but i'm looking forward to it as well because um it's uh, it's been a while now since i performed so i'm looking forward to seeing the audience in boston so, so yeah. on behalf of all your fans um especially those in boston who are waiting very eagerly for you please do sing a few lines of something that is close to your heart or appeals to you today more than uh, what uh, i would prioritize as close to my heart or what appeals to me i would say you know there's there are a few compositions that i sing which uh, touch people very much because they have listened to it so many times on cds or you know uh, love the lyrics or whatever it is um, there's a magic in those words so i'm going to sing one of that terein pin nirkindai kanna kanna terein pin nirkindai kanna kanna terein pin nirkindai kanna unnai marayodu yani er mattume kaanba terein pin மறையோதுமேன்றாலும்ரையொன்றும்ரவரதா wow pure magic pure magic you made my days thank you so much and now the countdown has started and we will see you soon in boston thank you so much for giving me some time thank you thank you and thank you for giving us the time you've been traveling all over and you're so tired yet you made time for us so thank you thank you so much we'll thank see you, you soon bye bye thank bye-bye. you